Mm, week six. Week six. Week six was good. We had some good quarterback duos. We had some nice little matchups that can go a long way in where some teams fall at in the standings when it all matters for the playoff time. Uh, great matchups. Uh, we're going to talk about my top ten. My top ten has had some little changes to it, some little tweaks. Basically the same team. We're going to take a different route today and talk about some teams that we thought was going to be good, but they are not looking so well. It's not looking too good. So let's go. Y'all ready? Let's go right now. So first off, I watched just about every game on Sunday, enjoyed it. Um, before I get into my Monday night spiel, I want to, um, so after I talk about Aaron Rodgers and Matt Stafford and how they did it and how what I, and what I saw on Monday night, I want to talk about, um, this is going to be afterwards, but I'm going to talk about some teams that I thought, that we thought were going to be good, that some, that fans and myself and media thought that we, they thought we these teams are going to be good and destined for deep playoff runs this year. Uh, I'm going to explain what's happening, what's going on with these teams, if it's injuries, coaching, whatever, so forth. But let's start with Matt Stafford and Aaron Rodgers. Um, now, Aaron Rodgers, I've been very critical of Aaron Rodgers for the last year, I would say, with the Mike McCarthy uh, debacle and drama. I've been very skeptical of Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I've been very, I've been very negative towards Aaron Rodgers. I've been a critic, and he's like I, said, I and I always have said, even when I I talk negative on him, I have said Aaron Rodgers is probably the most talented quarterback I have seen with my own two eyes, with the combination of his uh, escapability. Um, arm strength, accuracy, accuracy on the run, all of that, smarts, all of that. He is probably the best that I've seen in my life with my two eyes. And with Aaron, what I saw from last night, and it's, it's similar to what Brady did on Thursday. It's what Brady did on Thursday. Creating your weapons. No matter what was going on, out, no matter what, Outplan out the competition despite injuries or despite the or despite things that that's not going your way. Period. Um, Aaron, no Devontae Adams to start the game. Then Allison gets hurt. Then the little the their slot receiver get hurt. Scandrick. Um, what a great performance! It's performances like that where where the media don't really talk about. Because, you know, his numbers were, his number, he had like 232 yards. It wasn't, a, it wasn't like the 400-yard performance and the four touchdowns at Lambeau. It wasn't nothing like that. But these last two weeks, Aaron Rodgers have done a great job with playing without 
his best weapons, playing without some things that some quarterbacks in this need in this league just needs. Just they just need that. And and Aaron through the last two weeks and he has played some stiff competition. The Cowboys we thought were and we still some some still do think that they are one of the NFC's best teams and they can come out the NFC. And Detroit, a lot of people look at Detroit as a good team, solid team. They are. And Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers, he has beat those teams despite not having some key pieces. And this is this is the type of moments, these are the type of impressions, these are the type of games that I look at Aaron Rodgers. I'm like. I see why they call you a bad man. Because, you know, everybody's a bad Aaron Rodgers is a bad man. Aaron Rodgers bad this. Aaron Rodgers good this. Aaron Rodgers can do this and that. But, you know, he just, like, some of the some of the things that people love about him just doesn't excite me. Just doesn't excite me. But he had my, he had my full attention. And he impressed me last night. Where running game was shaky, he had some fumbles. Uh, Aaron Aaron Jones fumbled a couple times, dropped the pass, dropped a, a touchdown, a clean touchdown pass in the first half. Um, he he got he got picked off due to a receiver, you know, juggling the ball and and not catching it, and it just becomes a tip drill. A lot went in Detroit's favor last night. A lot went in Detroit's favor last night, and some way, somehow, Aaron didn't take that by heart. He didn't take that hard. He didn't take it that bad. He continued playing, and they won the game. Um, Aaron didn't even know the the guys. He didn't. He didn't even know the names of the dudes that he was throwing to last night. Thirteen. The, the you know the nice little beautiful touchdown pass that he threw. That 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 ball just floated. He didn't he didn't know the guy's name. He said thirteen. He said he told coach he was like he told Matt Lafleur, hey, how about we try number thirteen? Didn't even know his name. Didn't even know his name. I didn't even, but I, he, he didn't even know his name. That's his teammate. He's like he's been playing well at practice. He's been doing well at practice. Why not try him out? Cause we 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 I mean, see who's having field dropping passes. The receivers didn't do him no justice last night. And Aaron played well. Those are the type of standout performances that I look for. Um, with especially Aaron Rodgers. I look for, I, like, I know he's great. I know Aaron Rodgers is great. Nobody has to tell me that. I know he is. But it's just performances like that where, I, you know, it opens a third eye and it says, wow, Aaron Rodgers did that. That was a pretty good. That was pretty good. Santi Russell, I saw, I seen two more performances like that this week, this week, this week as well. Tom Brady, when I talked about it already, Tom Brady had banged down his receivers, and he's throwing to Gunnar Ogzowski and uh, Ryan Izzo and Jacoby Myers. He was throwing to those guys, and Russell Wilson to Cleveland. Russell Wilson went to Cleveland, traveled to Cleveland, tight end down. His second receiver is a rookie who dropped in the draft. Under the under the rest, actually under the rest more than Baker Mayfield was, and still came and was and was down and came back and controlled the game and won the game. Like 
you know, I I know we love Patrick Mahomes, and, I, and hey, what I tell you guys with Deshaun Watson, and Patrick Mahomes, I know we love Patrick Mahomes, and I love him too, and he's talented, he's gonna be good, and he he he's straight, he's fine, he's great, but but don't give me the excuses, no Tyreek Hill and injuries on the defense, where I have Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, I have these guys, they're getting it done. They're getting it done despite turnovers caused by their teammates, despite injuries, key injuries to their receivers, despite all of that, still found a way to win. While on the other hand, Patrick Mahomes is going through uh, a learning process. It's a learning curve. It's a learning curve. Hey, this league, like I told you, like I said last week, this league will teach you. This league will show you a lot of things, no matter how talented you are. And Patrick Mahomes is very talented. He has Andy Reid, offensive mastermind. He has Travis Kelsey, the best tight end in football. Like, he has all these pieces. And you still see what's going on. He still has to go through a learning curve. But great performance by Aaron Rodgers. Uh, and very, and then and their, his performance was very comparable to Russell Wilson's and Tom Brady's this week, where all three guys faced similar similar circumstances, either key receivers being hurt or having to rely on young guys, which is not easy as well. Having to rely on, rely on young guys to make big plays in some big time moments, um, and just coming back, playing from behind. Aaron Rodgers down thirteen nothing. Russell Wilson was down twenty to seven, so happened to play from behind and just getting the job done. That's the difference between you know guys making their their weapons and their weapons making guys <laughs> like Stephon Diggs and 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 Adam Thielen making Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins had a great game, but Stephon Diggs was a huge part of that, and you just don't get that from Kirk Cousins every week. Same thing with Dak. Now let's move on. Let's move. Let's shift gears to Matthew Stafford. On the other hand, <sighs> Matthew Stafford. He has the look. He has the arm. He has the talent. He has the skills. Matthew Stafford has all of that. But Matthew Stafford, if you look at his resume, he doesn't. He he has good seasons. He puts up good numbers. And I like the transition that Detroit. I like. I like where Detroit is going. I like where Detroit is going because they weren't as pass heavy last night. They 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 weren't as reliant on Matthew Stafford last night. And Detroit has some good pieces on offense. Nice little tight end. Some nice little receivers. Good good back behind Matthew Stafford. And they have a pretty good defense that's going to man up. Got some good corners that's going to man up. And despite the referees, the referees, you know, they weren't the best last night. But Detroit still had chances to win that game. Detroit had chances to put away that game. And when you go into Green Bay, when you go into Lambeau, Detroit defense, they shut down Aaron Rodgers for a quarter and a half. You can't ask more than that from your defense when traveling up to Lambeau and and, and playing against Aaron Rodgers. Some def- some defenses defenses can't even slow down Aaron Rodgers for a quarter. Just ask the Cowboys. Just ask the Cowboys. You can't even slow him down for a corner or for a quarter. So the fact that the fact that Aaron Rodgers was, you know, being handicapped for about a quarter and a half, 
Detroit has to take advantage. Matthew Stafford has to take advantage and run running up the score. And they did not do that. And everybody, you know, everybody talking about the illegal hands to the face penalties, the two um the two penalties that I mean, yeah, that led to the Packers scoring and the scoring the eventual game winning touchdown. Yeah, yeah, or a field goal. Excuse me, field. Okay. But what about the chances that Matthew Stafford had in the second half? I had punt, punt, field goal, field goal, punt, field goal, punt. I had like these drives. You gotta convert and cash. We gotta cash in. You gotta cash in. You gotta cash in. You gotta cash in instead of these three, three sevens. You need sevens instead of getting three points. You get seven because you you can only hold and withstand Aaron Rodgers for so long. He's he's gonna come back striking, and their defense did a did a hell of a job. Forced fumbles, got interceptions. They they did a hell of a job in slowing down and trying and trying to limit Aaron Rodgers. But you can only do that for so long in, in Lambo. And you know, I mean, he has the perfect arm. Matthew Stafford has the perfect arm. He has a nice arm. First play of the game, flea flicker, beautiful throw. It's textbook. If you wanna, if you wanna see a good throw down the field, down the field throw of forty yards or more, look at that throw. Flea flicker, first play of the game. They come out, and and Matthew Stafford just lays it out there, and it's it's pretty. It floats. It, it has a nice spin to it. It is a pretty ball. He throws a great ball. Matthew Stafford throws a great ball. Guess who else throws a great ball? Jay Cutler. <laughs> Jay Cutler throws a great ball as well. Matthew Stafford threw a great ball. But guess what happens? First and goal, you know, looking to cash in. Quick strike. Quick quick strike. <sighs> guess what happens? The second play. Matthew Stafford snaps it, fumble the snap. Now you're in second and goal at your 17. <laughs> I mean, I wish I had the video for you guys, but... Nice ball, first play of the game. <laughs> Throws a nice ball, nice 60-50 yard, nice 60 yarder, nice 70 yard, nice 70 yard bomb. And the play after that, he snaps it and fumbles it. Yeah, that is Matthew Stafford for you. Teddy Bridgewater has won this this division. Case Keenum has won this division. Aaron Rodgers has won this division five times. Teddy Bridge, uh, t- t- uh, Jay Cutler has won this division. Mitch Trubisky has won this, won this division. What is up? Matthew Stafford hasn't won this division yet. He has all the attributes. He has all the skills. He has all the skills. But he he can't get it done. He cannot get it done. Uh, I mean, what? What? What more can you ask for? Your defense gets stops. Your defense forces turnovers. What what more can you ask for? What more can you ask for from 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 your defense at Lambeau? At Lambeau. What more can you ask for? 
It's a tough defeat for the Lions because they they're gonna be looking back and they're gonna be like, hey, we could have had we that that was our game to lose. That was our game. That was our game, and we just let it go away. But when you don't cash in some touchdowns, you in exchange those field goals, from touchdowns for them field goals. That changes the whole outlook of the game. The game's not even close. The game's not even close. But I see you guys in the next segment. Okay, so breaking news. Uh, it was actually funny because I was going to discuss the Rams and their struggles because we came into the season with high hopes. Uh, we we did know, we, did, we were up to knowledge, up to date about Todd Gurley's health, and we questioned that. But uh, breaking news just came through with Marcus Peters getting traded to the to the Ravens, and Hakeem Talib Hakeem Talib was placed on IR with some fractured ribs, so he'd be missing a a, a good amount of time. And now Jalen Ramsey, the Jacksonville Jaguars Pro Bowl corner, Jalen Ramsey was traded to the Rams, so they get some secondary help because they've been struggling. They've been struggling majorly in the secondary, so they got help in the secondary. Um, I'm not sure that's going to just change this whole Rams season because that's not the main issue. The main issue is with the offense. The main issue is, we can, and we can go right into the Rams. The main issue is with Todd Gurley health and Jared Goff and the, his play. First, let's start with Todd Gurley in the running game. The Rams' success was predicated off of Todd Gurley's ability out the backfield. Even if it was rushing the ball or pass catching out of the backfield, it was predicated off of his success, his production. And we have seen a drastic drop from his production since last year. Late in the season from last year, they limited his carries from they limited his carries. He was he was looking like a, a legit MVP candidate for like the first 10, 11 weeks. But after that, once he got hurt, the Rams wanted to dial back his carries, his touches, etc. He hasn't looked the same. His production has went down, and the Rams' offense haven't looked the same. And, and you know, they they got they have they they got good production from him in that Cowboy divisional game from last year. But C.J. Anderson was a big part of that too. But in the New Orleans championship game. He wasn't a, a he 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 didn't have huge numbers, and then of course in the Super Bowl he barely saw the field. So 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 now with so now so now the Rams offense is limited, and we're kind of seeing what they are. We're kind of seeing what they are. So I'm not so sure about the Rams. They're three. They're sitting three and three, and the Cowboys. Are, I want to talk about the Rams and the Cowboys. Both are sitting three and three. But I think the Cowboys, I think they have an easier path to the playoffs. At least, to, at least to the playoffs. I'm not so sure about them winning playoff games. But as far as making it to the playoffs, I think they have the easier path because of the division they play in. 
the right back to the Rams. The Rams play in the NFC West. You have Seattle, who's hot right now, and Russell Wilson is, I mean, right now, he's my league favorite for league MVP. He's my favorite for league MVP right now. Nobody's playing better football than him at the quarterback position right now. Um, they're 5-1. and one. They're, they're, they're hot. They're winning on the road. They're winning close games. They're, they're, they're hot. They're hot. And then the 49ers, who I told you guys beginning of the season, will be, they will be my 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 team that will double their wins from last year. They had four wins from last year. They have five now. So they have exceeded expectations already. But the, but the 49ers, they look where they look they look like a playoff team. They look they look like a, a legit Super Bowl contender. They look like a legit Super Bowl contender. And I'm not so sure if the Rams can dig themselves out of the hole. Maybe if Seattle lose a couple games down the stretch, uh, you know, the Rams can probably split with Seattle and split with the 49ers now. Maybe they can do that, but I don't see much substance with this Rams team. I don't. And now they got some bad contracts on the books. Uh, they, I think, in my estimate, they, I think they overpaid uh, Brandon Cooks. They already had two good deep threats. They overpaid for Brandon Cooks. His production has dipped. Um, still a good receiver, but the production is just not there. Cooper Cup, he's he's looked real good. Him and Jared Goff are buddies, but it's I, I'm just not seeing the same productivity from the Rams offense that we've seen for the last few years in Sean McVay and them. I just I just I'm just not seeing it. I'm just not seeing it. Uh, they have some offensive line issues where they need to either draft it or go out in free agency and get it. But like I said, salary cap issues. They they paid to leave. Tlaib is, you know, fortunately, he's in the last year of his deal. Now, I don't know how they're going to do this Jalen Ramsey thing. I don't know if they're going to pay him. I don't, I don't know. Because they, it seems like they, tra- it seems like they traded, they traded away Marcus Peters. Didn't get the, produ- they, they didn't get the production that they hoped for. Then they signed the two-year deal. They got a two-year deal with Akeem Tlaib, but he was hurt all throughout last year, and now he's gonna miss a he's gonna miss a chunk of time this year. So it looks like they're gonna ha- they're gonna be kind of forced to play Jalen Ramsey, and this is what the Rams has always been doing for since last two three years since they moved to LA. They've been trying to hit big, strike big on these big time players. They taking chances on these big time players, and it really hasn't worked out. Marcus Peters, they took a chance on him. He's gone now. Tlaib, he's hurt again. Um, D- Ndamukong Sue, they didn't re-sign him. Dante Fowler, they still have him. They still have their core, but Todd Gurley's not himself. So they overpaid for him. They overpaid for Brandon Cooks. And now that Jared Goff contract is looking iffy now because Jared Goff, he's, I mean, all the pressure is on Jared Goff now. It's no Todd Gurley. Office line is shaky so it's all on Jared Goff and it's like oh boy Jared Goff don't he doesn't seem like he's living up to the money that they, they that that they just gave him before the season started early in the season so it's a lot going on with the Rams I, I you know Seattle looks hot I'm not so I, I gotta look at their schedule San Francisco they, they're, they're probably they're probably they're, they're probably a playoff team they are a playoff team so I'm looking at how it's all balancing out I, Three teams are not gonna. 
I don't think you're going to get three teams from one division making it to the playoffs. Because I think the Panthers look too good. The Saints look too good. The Cowboys, the Eagles, one of them will get in. And then I probably, I, I, I probably have two teams from the NFC North with Green Bay and Chicago or Green Bay and Detroit or Green Bay, Minnesota. However, that works out. Because that, that division is up for grabs. Even though Green Bay got sole position of right now, that division is up for grabs because, I mean, only only two losses for Detroit. Only two losses for Chicago. So, it, 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 it it's a battle. It is a battle. And I'm just not sure if the Rams, I'm looking at their schedule, injuries, the the production from the offense. I'm just not seeing it. And they might have to have an off year this year. Now, that's my scoop on the Rams. On to the Cowboys. Um, I know Cowboys lost to the Jets. Sam Donald. I told you guys on the on last week's pod on the latest episode where I talked about and I discussed my predictions for week six. I told you guys this this Jets team it, it has good players. It has some elite players at that. It has some elite players at that. And now that game, look at if you look at that game, you take away both of the tackles from the Cowboys, uh, Carl, you know, Collins is a star tackle, and and, um, and Tom Smith is a he's a star tackle himself. You take away those two tackles, you take away Amari Cooper, you take away Byron Jones, their best guy in the secondary. That that's a pretty even matchup. Dak Sam Donald, uh, that's a pretty even matchup. Zeke Le'Veon Bell, even matchup. The, 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 and then Greg Williams and his philosophy with the Jets, Jamal Adams and Leonard Williams, the way how those guys fly around and play, that gave the Cowboys a lot of issues and problems. Now, good thing for the Cowboys, unlike the Rams, the Cowboys play in a favorable division. They, they all they have to do is win. Week, they went. They win week seven. They beat the Eagles in week seven Sunday night football at Dallas. They can if they can beat the Eagles, they are in sole possession of first place. They have a three and zero record in the division. They'll be fine. They can win. They can win this NFC East at nine and seven. They can win this NFC East at nine and seven because I'm looking at their schedule. It does not get any easier. They have Buffalo. They have New England. They have um uh the Rams. They have some teams that can give them some problems. Chicago in December. We know how hard that can get. We know how difficult that can be. So, but I think the Cowboys they have a much more favorable schedule and not even so much schedule but path to the playoffs luckily they have they have to pay they have to play the giants one more time they gotta play the eagles two more time one more time after this week they gotta play the redskins one more time so those are with those 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 these division games are gonna excuse me these division games are going to be so important and crucial for both philly and dallas Philly, Dallas, 2-0 the division already. They win on Sunday night. They have sole first place position in the NFC East. I think the main thing for Dallas is just try to win your all, win all your division games. And that is very, that's very well possible. Dak has great success against, against everybody in the division. Dak has great success against everybody in the division. Carson Wentz is 1-3 against, Cow- against the Cowboys. The Giants, they look, they look rejuvenated, but the Cowboys should beat the Giants. The Redskins, they're the Redskins. 
like they're the Redskins. I think Dallas. I think Dallas needs to focus on winning, winning division games, winning division games. Same thing for the Browns. Win your division games. The Browns will be just fine. I picked them to win this week. They didn't win. All they have to do is win their division games. I'm telling you, the Cowboys can win their division games. They'll be just fine. Everybody's panicking. Fire Jason Garrett. Dak isn't worth the money. Zeke, what's going on? Offensive line issues. Defense can't stop the run. Defense can't stop this. Secondary is weak. They're, 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 they're fine. They are, they're still eighth in de- on offense, and they're ranked eighth on defense and ranked tenth on the offense. They are fine. They got to get back to playing how the way they were playing, obviously, in the first three weeks. They win the division games. They start with Philly. They win the division games. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. I'm, next segment, I'm going to give you guys my top ten. My top ten, um, it has changed drastically. I'm going to give you guys my top ten um, right now. Okay, so I'm going to give you my top ten. I talked about the Rams and Cowboys because I felt that those are two teams that we first, first of all, we had them in the top ten for in, in the in the beginning weeks, earlier weeks in the season, and we just thought those teams would be Super Bowl bound. We thought they would win a division, so I thought we would talk about them. Um, you know, a lot of both teams are getting some pushback and, some, and receiving some criticism with the way how they're both playing um, as of lately. So. They both started off 3-0, have lost three straight, and they, they've been three bad losses. But, like I said, let's go to my top ten. Uh, it's My top ten has been changing very as the season go on. Let's start at ten. Um, the Vikings. The Vi- I have the Vikings at ten because they beat the Eagles. Uh, I doubt the Vikings. The Vikings have played well these last few weeks. Some some When they play against good defenses, Kirk Cousins struggles. When they play against bad defense with bad secondaries, Kirk Cousins thrives, and he takes advantage of it. So, I get it with the Vikings. I know what to look for from the Vikings. I'm not so sure if this is a... I don't know, like, I don't think the Vikings have, like, a long playoff run. I don't see the Vikings winning two and three playoff games. I just don't see it, but... I like what they did like this week. They 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 fully took advantage of the Eagles' problems in the secondaries, even if it's problems with injuries. They took advantage of it. He had a great he had a great day in the air. I mean, I'm good. I'm happy for Kirk Cousins. I think he's a nice guy, but I I just don't down the road. I don't see them having success. In the postseason, winning two and three playoff games, I just don't see it, and I, I I just I just don't. I'm sorry, I just don't see it. Great great roster, great offense, great defense, but and good coaching, but I, I the quarterback position that's what that's what worries me. That's what worries me. But I got the Vikings at ten, at nine, I have the Kansas City Chiefs. Um. Like I told you guys, I think they get better. I think they get better because Mahomes will get healthier. They, ha- they, they, I think they, I, Mahomes will get healthier. They get out this this recent slump. They play some good teams. I, I, I look at the Colts as a decent team. The the Texans are are, are a good team as well, but they have the de- the defense is it, 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 their defense is holding them back. Mahomes. 
he's he's facing some challenges as a young quarterback, as every young quarterback is doing right as of right now or facing right now. He's going through a tough stretch. Um, he's still talented, you know, no question about that. He's going to have good numbers, no question about that. But you know, he's just going through a rough stretch right now. They get it together. They got and they have they have pieces. They have some nice pieces. He get it together. He has some nice numbers at the end of the year. You know, Kansas City, they'll win 11 and 10 games. They'll be fine. But it's not all how, it's not all sweet and smooth sailing as they thought it would be. First few weeks, it looked as that, it looked that way. It's like, oh, here we go again. Mahomes is on pace to get what he had last year. Slow down. Let, you know, let's get, let's, let's get into the meat of the schedule. Kansas City be fine, but they have some lingering issues on defense. Mahomes going through a tough stretch and phase right now. So that's why I had Kansas City at 9. As of right now, I got Kansas City at 9. At 8, I got the Bills. The Bills 4-1. They didn't play this week. 4-1, great defense. Good coach. And Josh Allen, they don't put Josh. He's limited, but they don't put their limited quarterback in tough positions and situations. So I got the Bills at 8. They, I think their defense have faced um, much more stiffer competition than uh, than New England's defense have faced so far. New England defense have faced Big Ben, um, Redskins, Daniel Jones, rookie quarterback, Miami Dolphins. Like they 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 faced state subpar offenses. So not much to you know brag about there, but. The Bills have seen some teams, New England like themselves, Tom Brady, they have seen some teams that have some potent offenses. So, uh, Buffalo at 8. I've been talking about Buffalo the whole entire year. Buffalo at 8. I'm, I like their team. I, I love their team. Uh, at 7, the Panthers. You guys keep telling me. You guys keep on continually, continuously to tell me that Cam Newton don't have enough. The defense doesn't do this. The receivers are not good enough. He doesn't have a number one. How in the hell is Kyle, Kyle Allen making it then? He's he's utilizing the he's utilizing the weapons well properly. Um, Christian McCaffrey after Mahomes after not Mahomes after Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson, McCaffrey's right there for in the MVP race. He he he's right there in the MVP race. He I I love what he's doing and that defense that defense is playing well. Defense is playing well. Defense has been playing well. Defense, the defense has been there. They have elements to their defense that make them look really strong. The, the defense has been there. So stop giving me these excuses about how Carolina doesn't have this and the, and the front office don't do this. No. Cam is older. Cam is not the athlete that he once was. And Cam got to develop into a better thrower of the football Panthers at seven at six I have the Seahawks um they continue to win road games they continue to come back dig themselves out of holes and and, and win these games Russell Wilson he, he he's magic Russell Wilson is magic Russell Wilson right now is playing football at a level where nobody is playing at right now Especially at the quarterback position, he is on a, this brother's on a different level. He's on a different level. He's on a different stratosphere right now. He is balling. He is balling, straight balling. 
And and that Seattle defense led by Pete Curl, well coached, and Bobby Wagner, the crew, they are playing well. They not they you know they're not as dominant as they were with Legion of Boom and all those guys. Of course not, but they playing well with the and they own they playing well. They own right. I like how Seattle's playing playing. I don't think they're I don't think they're as complete as San Francisco is. Oh, I thought as the Rams were. But I like Seattle. I like Seattle. I, I it was a, it was a team that I kind of underrated coming into in, into the season. I saw them more eight and eight and nine and seven. They might make the playoffs. So good for Seattle. Good for Seattle. Um, at five, I have the Packers. They keep winning as well. They keep winning. Um, their defense shored up in the second half. It got. Red zone stops, um, you know, where, where most where it was most needed. Referees, got, referees, you know, gave Green Bay some leeway last night and, you know, gave him a couple calls. That's fine. Detroit had plenty of opportunities to cash in and, 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 and just take over the game. Take over the game. And the game would have been over, but they didn't. So Green Bay, I, could, I, I give my hat to Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers playing some Aaron, excuse me. Aaron Rodgers playing some good football right now. What else? Like I told you guys, what I saw from last night, that is the type of Aaron Rodgers that I am impressed with. That 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 type of performance, that showing, that those are the type of performances that make me think later down the season in the postseason, like, hey, Avar can do this. So I, I I'm 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 pleased with their performance. I'm pleased with how the way the Packers are going. Matt LaFleur, the offense just keep getting better and better despite losing some pieces, despite having turnovers and issues, etc. They're doing a, a phenomenal job up there in Green Bay. Uh at four, Texans. Uh this is pretty easy. The Texans, they 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 they, they, ha- they finally are protecting Deshaun Watson. They finally are protecting Sean Watson Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson, I told you guys. He he he's on the same level to me. He's on the same level as Patrick Mahomes. He, he look at his numbers. Patrick Mahomes' numbers are similar to Deshaun Watson rookie numbers. It's just that Deshaun Watson plays in Houston. Don't have all the support. The supporting he doesn't have the supporting cast that Mahomes has. He wasn't you know he doesn't have the eye popping arm strength or you know the flashiness. You know he doesn't have all that. He just go out there do it make. Kind of makes the easy reads, quick drops, you know, get the ball out of his hand. Sometimes he can escape and use his escapability to get to move around the pocket and make the play, extra plays. Yeah, he can do that all sometimes, but it's not as flashy. And I like that about the kid. He, I mean, Dabo said it. He is a Michael Jordan type athlete. If you pass, if you pass up on him, you pass up on Michael Jordan. Um, I don't think he's Michael. I don't think he's Michael Jordan of the sport. But I do get psychologically where Dab- where Dabo Sweeney was coming from because I see it. I see it. I see it a lot. And he reminds me a little bit of Peyton, not the play styles, but the way how he interprets the game. Great, great. I mean, great, great young quarterback who gets overlooked. He who gets overlooked, and he's he was he was doing more with less. But you give him a running game, you give him a solid little defense, you give him some pass protection, and then he already had he already has DeAndre Hopkins, DeAndre Hopkins, and Will Fuller. I like how the way they are set and built. They they you know everybody's talking about Kansas City and New England, but the Texans they in the long run 
they may very well be in that same class with Houston, with with New England and Kansas City. I'm I'm telling you, be be on the lookout for them. Be on the lookout for them. Uh, at three, the Saints. Uh, they had a tough one at Jacksonville, but the Saints just keep proving me wrong. They keep proving me wrong. I picked them. I picked the Jaguars as the upset of the week for this for for last week's for week six. I picked the Jaguars. I was like, Jacksonville's at home. Teddy Bridgewater. J- Jacksonville plays solid at home. They got a you know defense is solid. I was like, let's see what he could do. And he just continues to play well. He's accurate like Drew Brees. He doesn't turn over the ball like Drew Brees. Uh, or he doesn't turn over the ball um, like Drew Brees. He's playing mistake-free football. I like how the way Teddy Bridgewater's playing. But we got to remember, he was a former starter in this league. This guy got into the playoffs once. So it's not like he's no slum. It's not like he's no no bum. He he can play. It's just that he got hurt and you know haven't really fully recovered from that. And you know nobody's really looking at him for a starting job, but he is doing a hell of a job with the Saints in these four games, and that's why they're four zero, and that's why they are number three on my list. Uh, at two, the Forty Niners. Um, they go into L.A. The Forty Nineers fans show up. They show up. Um, 49ers, they 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 they're well but they're beloved in California. They are beloved in the state of California. It showed on Sunday. And their defense. I <laughs> hey, hey. I hate to say I told you so, but I told you so. Their defense is solid. And I especially their front seven, but their secondary is surprising me. Their secondary is surprising me with with a with a with a future first battle hall of fame and richard sherman their secondary is is surprising me because i already knew their front seven was legit I, the people told me that i overrated their second their their, their 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 front seven but i said no i'm not i told them no i'm not i their, their front seven is legit and people just seeing how legit it is i told people i told people you san francisco is going to be this team that is going to double their wins and they're gonna be they're gonna be in the playoffs. Now, for number one, New England. You 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 put anything anybody behind you put you put you put me with Brady. I can catch a couple passes for Brady. Brady continues to do it, even when the odds are stacked against them. The defense is great. New England they're they're not a strong number one, but I mean they have they haven't lost. They, they, I mean, how can I, put, how can I drop them? How can I put them at two or three? They haven't lost. You know, Brady continues to put up some decent numbers without the represent weapons that you know that that you need or that these other quarterbacks need. Their defense is playing phenomenal. It helps when your defense can shut down people. But I mean, how can I, how can I put them at two or three? How can I do that? When they're they're undefeated, they're six and zero. They 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 play well. I mean, what could I say? New England number one. New England number one. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We got a treat for you. The World Series. The way how the Nationals are looking. The Nationals. They're probably gonna close out tonight. Um. So we're gonna talk about the World Series once the once the ALCS series is over. Because I have a funny suspicion that might go six or seven games. So, before we're going to talk about the World Series going into next week. And NBA season start next week. So, 
I'm going to give you my standings where I think teams, some teams may fall and land at. As far as the playoffs, playoff predictions, uh, I probably have a couple guests um, discuss that with me for next week. But that is for next week. I gotta, I'm got. i doing everything next week. I got basketball. I got football. I got um, baseball. So we, we, we got a lot. This is a lot. And not to mention college football. I know I have, you know, it's been a couple weeks since I mentioned college football. Um, big week last week. Um, like this, this is this is kind of the meat of the college football schedule because now those those conference games get a little bit tougher. You you, you see, you know, it's a lot of ranked matchups. So just stick with me. But I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna try my best to get everything out. I'm gonna try my best to get everything out. Um. NBA, you know, everybody knows what's going on. Or if you don't know, NBA is a little bit is a it's in the it's in the middle of a political dispute with China, um, with general manager of the Rockets, Daryl Morey, and his comments. I don't want to carry on, but I'm just you know let you know what's going on in the NBA. That is the biggest trending. That is the most trending topic right now in the NBA and in politics as far as foreign policies and foreign relations that is the biggest thing going on right now but like i said nba season starts next week uh of course i'm gonna have the nfl for you week seven that never stops i'm gonna have the nfl for you uh mike and squeeze in college football a little bit and the world series so thank you guys for listening once again and i'm out